RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one YouTube talk show. We are live for a Monday edition of the People's Talk Show. Looking forward to connecting and finding out what's on your radar. Lots of things developing on the in the news around the world. So looking forward to sharing some articles as well as getting your take on what's happening. So welcome to the community. For those that might be new, welcome. I want to definitely give you a chance to let your voice be heard when the phone lines open up. So feel free to call 313-462-0027. And also, let me know via chat where you're watching from. We'd love to give you a quick shout out if you would like. So lots of things happening. Um, wow. Where do we start? And as always, I want to make sure I give everybody a chance to let, uh, you know, get a chance to share your thoughts. So as always, throw out some topics, some subject matter in the chat. We're definitely trying to jump on it as we move forward uh, with this live stream here. But just want to jump right th through to some of the main stories here. Basically, just filter through some of the noise or whatnot. And uh, get your thoughts on it. So I'll check in real quick. We got uh, BK Trinity One checking in. We got BC Matrix in the building. Barlight Broker. We got Alan checking in as well. We got Patriot Star 777. MW3516405 checking in as well. Oh, we got Robert. Says, uh, going to be a lot of people owing tax because of those stimulus check payments. <laughs> we got George. We got Mark. Uh, keep it moving. Okay. Fair amount of people here. As always, for those that are plugged in, uh, if you don't mind, go ahead and hit the thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. Hopefully the algorithms will notify a few more people. And then uh, also hit the uh, notification bell if you want to stay plugged in when we do go live. So uh, Barlight Broker says 2K Gold, definitely. That was, uh, you know, that definitely was an interesting story that unfortunately didn't make the headline news outside of all the doom and gloom. And of course, the global market, equity markets are having their issues. So to be expected, uh, Morgan, how you doing, my friend? Appreciate you. Uh, okay, so let me jump into some headlines, share my two cents on some things, and then open up the phone lines and get your take on uh, what's going on. But outside of the sanctions and the continuous uh, closing off of Russia, some of the uh, concerns that I don't think is really being touched on much uh, it, it happens to be about the debt and the fact that there's a lot of uh, expected payments coming out of Russia or supposed to come out of Russia right now. But it's my um, uh, opinion that due to sanctions, as well as all the other stuff that's coming and the asset uh, seizures or whatnot, I believe that the Western nations, predominantly led by the G7 nations that's uh pressuring all countries to uh impose these sanctions or whatnot on russia they're deliberately trying to go for a russian debt default which of course would have a whole line of dominoes to fall from that but i think deliberately they're trying to force a sovereign debt default in the country of russia basically just downgrading them you know all the agent rating agencies have already downgraded them to pretty much junk status but then there's billions of funds. I think I saw something closer to half a trillion or I'm sorry, half a bill or a quarter of a trillion rather worth of funds is parked in all the uh, uh, central banks around the world as far as their foreign reserves. And I really believe they want to seize those reserves. So that's why they're going to uh, try to force Russia into default. So I'll share some articles or whatnot. But anyway, let me just jump right in. Uh, it says uh, we got Gur Ogi Ogi. If I'm not saying that incorrectly, how you doing, my friend? It says uh, our neighbor is Russia. So feel free to let me know what you're seeing on the ground there, as far as what the narrative is coming from your side. Would we'll definitely love to hear a different perspective 
because the Western media, of course, has given us their spin, and we know, you know, how fake the news can really be on this side. So, will be interesting to hear another perspective of what's happening based upon your area. So, uh, feel free to let me know. Uh, says, will Russia be the next Zimbabwe? TGO. Um, according to the mainstream news, sure. I saw an article got over article over here talking about uh, Morgan Stanley says that Russia can be the next Venezuela style debt default of a nation. I, I, I think, of course, the narrative, what they're telling us, what what's happening in reality is two different things. Sure enough, on the surface, not paying your debt in this magnitude would be a problem. But yet I think it's all a part of the plan. And so Russia, Putin and everybody is behind all that was happening over there. They're aware of what they're doing. They know what's at stake and they are willing to subject their own people. All I think 140 or so million Russian people to this type of pain, thinking about the long term outlook of them trying to restructure the entire monetary order. So I think this current pain pales in comparison to their their long term viewpoint of the system that they want to usher in as a result of all this chaos that's being thrown our way. So sure, it could probably, you know, in dollar terms, because all the debt that they're really concerned with is the Russian debt that they owe in dollar terms. I don't think they'll mind letting that default just because they're trying to get away from the dollar. So uh, I think at the end of the day, this is all deliberately happening, happening to basically shift the world towards some other type of structure. And also curious to get your thoughts on the video I did yesterday with the Russian payment or whatnot and uh, union pay and mere payment of cards or whatnot that, you know, of course, I think Putin already has in his possession. But anyway, enough rant. Let's just get into some stories here and then for, feel free to call in when the phone lines open up to share your thoughts or whatnot. All right. So got a little mint in my mouth. Let me take this mint out. Tired to chew a mint and talk at the same time. Forgive me. All right. So uh, <laughs> let's get to some headlines and then we will... Uh, Make it work from there. All right. So here's something that caught my attention uh, just because it talks about the current uh, global commodity market boom and it being at pretty much historic levels based upon, of course, the, the title I gave this video here. And I'm going to show you some graphs and whatnot to show how that is because everyone's feeling a pinch, especially at the gas pump. We have all these historical highs speaking, and yet we really haven't seen uh, anything in comparison to where they're going, in my opinion. But here's a little headline I'll share with you briefly. This is uh, from a foreign source, but quite telling as to the current interworkings of the financial system when it comes to this uh, commodity boom that's underway. But it says war and sanctions up in global commodity markets. And so it just talks about global commodity markets are tightening as a result of the Bloomberg Commodity Spot Index continues to reach fresh record highs. And it's a great article just talking about the interconnectedness of all the systems between Europe, Russia, oil, things like that. But one thing I want to highlight here is uh, it says a global. Let me zoom in so you guys can see it, because this this builds into what I'm going to talk about more of in a moment. But I'll make this big as I can if I, if I can get it on here. It says global commodity markets are tightening. And as a result, the Glo Bloomberg Commodity Spot Index continues to reach fresh record highs. The stunning 9.4 percent surge this past week is the biggest since 1974, when the OPEC oil embargo triggered in 1973-1974 oil shock, looking at the futures curves, we find that most of the majority futures are seeing a rising backwardation. That's what I want to touch on. A gauge which helps measure the market's concerns about shortfalls and the higher price buyers are willing to pay for immediate delivery compared with the delivery at a later date. 
And so I know a lot of people out there who focus on the futures market, in particular with gold and silver, talk about backwardation and how basically the price at this current moment with gold, you know, by you know almost hitting two thousand dollars. And given the current economic conditions between the war narrative as well as the sanction narrative, market participants are expecting future prices to continue to serve a surge rather. So all the underlying uh, futures contracts, in particular with gold, silver, uh, we're going to see more people looking to take delivery like never before, given the uncertainty of what the prices might be in the months and definitely the years ahead. So that type of activity there will continue to drive up the commodity sector, therefore putting more pressure on uh, oil prices and as well as the wheat futures contracts, all time highs, you know, you name it. It's already at all time highs. So the need to get physical or get possession of your items now is going to continue to surge, which will only drive prices that much higher in the near future. So that right there gives you an idea as to, to what's happening. And then here's an article here that was really, really, really in depth. I'd encourage you guys to read it if you're interested, but it says, you know, we could be looking at the earliest stages of a classic liquidity crisis. And this is playing into the whole commodity surge and all of the potential margin calls that, that are that's taking place right about now, given the fact that a lot of people have uh, been profiting or using the margin side of things to, uh, to, to trade against all these futures or whatnot and how, you know, the, the, it makes it very complicated to meet obligations when the sanctions are causing uh, the ripple effect of debts not being repaid back. So a lot of issues with people being able to have, as it says here, you know, the, the types of collateral as well as opportunity to, 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 to remain liquid is becoming problematic in this current environment due to debt. And I want to share with you this, this visual aid here to let you know what we're up against when it comes to this historic commodity boom. And so this is a visual aid from that same thing here, but this is that weekly change in the Bloomberg's commodity spot index, which if you guys can see to the very far right, it's just one blip referring to last week blip, but it's good to say moving forward, we're going to see all time highs like never before. And when it comes to gold and silver, you can continue to, you can continue to expect some type of market slam down just because they cannot afford to lose control of gold and silver, no matter how many nations are running towards those two particular items there. But this chart goes back towards 1960-ish, and we've never seen anything this high according to what's being displayed here. So it's literally just a matter of time before something breaks. And the manipulation when it comes to using the futures contracts and whatnot is, is upended, in my personal opinion. But curious to get your thoughts, so feel free to share your thoughts on that as well. And let's keep it moving. Uh, when you talk about the commodities boom. I want to just pull up some some stuff here that I was keeping an eye on earlier. So I'll try to zoom in. But uh, let me start. so this is what the current market activity and the agriculture sector. So wheat, as of right now, just in the last week, up fifty percent, twelve ninety four. And I saw somebody post that uh, when when wheat in particular becomes unaffordable especially in emerging markets, that's how civil unrest and i.e. Arab Springs type of, uh, of events occur. And in particular, in the Middle East, in Europe, definitely Africa, South America, the nations that are already struggling with being over indebted. And on top of the fact that they don't have access to be able to supply food for their own people, 
we can see a lot of unrest coming in the very near uh, uh, days ahead. But we got corn is up 14%, sugar up nine, lumber up nine, soybean up eight, five. So literally, if you look to the far right of this screen, as far as the overall year performance, we are already <laughs> at astronomical numbers in these particular areas here, not to mention the gold and silver side of things is up right now. And take it to look in the UK, natural gas, as of the last week, is up 125% at 501 British pounds. Like, imagine that. You know, that's some that's some unbelievable price action right there as far as the unaffordability, if that's, you know, word, as far as people's uh, gas bills as we enter into spring. So there'll be a little bit of relief there. But just look at these charts here, man. This is, this is a commodity boom cycle that I'm talking about. This is historic, which... You know, I believe it's just the beginning. But, of course, let's keep moving right along. We can't help but not talk about gold and silver. So let me just jump down here real quick and uh, share what's happening in that space as well because I did tweet about that last night. Uh, and uh, very, very, very interesting to see gold hit 2,000 in the futures market. Then, of course, it got slammed down. But as of right now, we're approaching that uh, $2,000 mark again. And uh, according to this little graph here, it's it's right on the cusp of two thousand dollars an ounce. So that's uh quite interesting. But yet silver got up to twenty six, I think twenty six twenty or so, and got slammed down. So the suppression will continue until it cannot. But in the meantime, can you actually go out and get an ounce of gold for two thousand dollars? No, because the premiums are going up significantly. All right, let's keep it moving. A couple more things here I'm gonna touch on. So I started talking about uh, the whole debt side of things and how I believe the sanctions. Well, it, they, 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 they've already been exposed as being used as a weapon against Russia because the opposite, opposite, op, obvious objection is to make sure Russia crumbles and try to, you know, regime change in, in uh, Russia. And I don't think Russia is really concerned with the fact w- whether they can or can't make do with their debt just because they're literally working on, you know, in my opinion, a, a much bigger plan. And it has to do with the whole de-dollarization process and all the things that will be needed to usher in a new system. And, of course, along the way, there's going to be a lot of chaos and pandemonium. But to move forward, uh, here is something I think we're going to be hearing more about because one man's debt is another person's asset. And so as Russia is put in a position where because of sanctions and their non-activity in the SWIFT system, there's going to be more concerns over whether or not they can make their debt obligations, which is due around this time frame. And we'll find out what they're willing or not willing to do, whether or not they're going to try to punish the world by not repaying some of those obligations or what we're going to find out. But here's a little article here it says Russia warns sovereign bondholders that payments depend on sanctions. So ultimately, because of you removing our activity, our inability to uh, free uh, flow freely within the uh, financial realm, that makes it hard for us to actually pay you what we owe you. So we're going to see if you're willing to suffer the losses by acting foolishly. And so actually, I'll, I'll go to this next article here. Uh this has more to do with a uh, Russian government approves a list of unfriendly countries and territories. And so these are all the nations that have signed on to the sanctions list. And so of course, led by the United States, Canada, EU, UK, and all the islands, Caribbean islands, we got Ukraine, Montenegro, Switzerland, Albania, a whole list of countries that have signed on to the, this sanction Russia, the deaf narrative. And so basically in this article here, they're saying that the only way we're going to pay you, is if we pay you in the Russian ruble. And so that's kind of like, you know, if we even have some dollars, 
we're not going to use them right now for this. We're going to force you to take our currency as a as a like a little dig back at you for the destruction that you're doing to our currency. And so we'll find out if the Western nations that are on this sanction list here, if they're willing to uh, allow Russia to pay back in the ruble, therefore hurting uh, the creditors that gave those funds to uh, that, that actually bought the Russian debt, because it's going to create a, a spiraling effect where the debt will continue to be problematic, therefore defaults, therefore all those uh, creditors out there that ha- that's, that's exposed to the Russian liabilities, that's somebody asset on this side of the world, i.e. our pension companies. As I mentioned last week, how a lot of pension companies are trying to get out of Russian debt. And of course, the EU is saturated with Russian debt. So lots of problems because non-performing debt basically means somebody's getting shafted because they think it's their asset in their portfolio. So uh, I think this is a part of the greater plan of literally letting the markets implode due to the debt issue so but we'll find out how it plays out and then keep it moving um here is uh just more information here about the whole debt side of things this article here just shows how morgan stanley says russia's set for venezuela style default so basically as of right now uh the uh the price action in the bond market is uh dwindling down and and people are literally losing pennies on a dollar or going to get pennies on a dollar but it talks about here, non-payment could be tied to Russia's unwillingness to pay foreign creditors because of sanctions, as I just mentioned. So we'll find out if they become, uh, basically, if they actually have the first sovereign debt crisis since, I said, I think it's at 1918 here. So we'll find out. But that denominated in dollars, I'm sure Russians aren't, are, you know, the Russia's not truly pressed about that because they're willing and waiting on the continuation of these sanctions to roll out so they can probably come out with that gold back something or another in the near future. And then speaking of which, uh, let me share with you just something I was keeping an eye on earlier this week, and it has to do with the fiat currency game. So ultimately speaking, everything we're witnessing as far as the uh, the issues and, of course, uh, the hashtag stock market crash was trending uh, out of India because their markets are tanking. Of course, all indices here in the U.S. is down to be expected. And we all know that they're denominated in fiat currencies of all these different nations. And I was actually going through the list of currencies, in a sense, compared to what has been pegged or labeled as the current reserve currency. And so here you have the Russian ruble against the U.S. dollar. And I'm using the U.S. dollar as kind of like the, the benchmark or the standard to compare all these other fiat currencies, because that's ultimately how the world works when it comes to measuring uh, their fiat currencies against the dollar or the Dixie or whatever. But as you guys can see, within the last month, the Russian ruble, relatively stable prior to then, just crashed. And of course, we know that compared to the dollar, you know, if you have dollars converted back to rubles, you've gained some purchasing power potentially. And so I typed in a variety of all the current currencies in the EU is going down. It's being it's being debased against the dollar. We got the British pound is weakening against the dollar all the way down. And there's two particular currencies, or three, actually. The Australian dollar is a little bit on a strong side compared to uh, uh, the U.S. dollar. And then, of course, China. The Chinese yuan is also relatively strong to the dollar. So, And the most important one happens to be gold. And so when you look at gold compared to... Uh, when you measure the dollar 
against gold as if gold was a standard. As you guys can see here, it looks similar to all the trajectories of all the other fiat currencies, but it's all measured against whatever you set as a benchmark or the standard. And so for all the fiat currencies out there and measured in dollar terms, they're trending down. But yet when you measure the dollar against gold, which is a standard, it is trending down as well. So it's just more of a, uh, of a, important point to, me, to, to determine you know oh, i'm trying to say this uh, it's not uh how you measure something is more so what it's measured against and of course the fiat federal reserve notes measured against gold as you guys can see here is trending down and that's going to continue on because in actuality the fiat price of gold will go up so just something right there to keep in mind but anyway, uh, let's open the phone lines. Let's talk. I got a couple more things here. So Scorch uh, Taste Buds says perspective 100%. All right, so let's talk. Let's open the phone lines. I got uh, me three or four more artists I can touch on, but I'll spare you guys the headache. But let's go. Give me a call. What else is on your radar out there? Feel free to let me know. Uh, curious to see what you guys will keep an eye on. And, of course, I can't help but touch on <laughs> gas prices. Uh, I've noticed uh, right now, I think – I typed in gasoline prices in a search box, and this is what popped up. So let me refresh this. I typed in gas prices skyrocket, and, of course, in every currency, every state, Michigan, we got the tri-state, got Las Vegas, we got Russia, Ukraine, you name it. So gas prices seems to be the primary focal point of the mainstream news. And, of course, they're saying because of Russia or Ukraine, but it was already trending up well before then. Hello, Carl. What's name we calling from? Hey, little, it's low blood pressure. Corpus Christi, how's it going, Mike? Doing good, LBP. What's on your mind, my friend? Give me a quick thought. Okay, look at all these Russians that maxed out their Visa MasterCards and bought gold and silver. They don't have to pay it back, Mike. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the way it's looking as of now. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm in the wrong country, Mike. should have been out there. Oh, uh, man. So, yeah, so the people who probably did that ahead of time, but also I, I read that, the MasterCard Visa card situation, I think uh, they're still good up until the end expiration date of those cards. So it's kind of a different narrative we're being given. But ultimately, you know, they're going to have a lot of defaults well beyond just credit card debt. So that's just one of many defaults coming. <laughs> when are we going to get sanctioned? I got a lot of bills I don't want to pay, Mike. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's a whole other ballpark, man, because uh, based upon the current trajectory of all these commodities going through the roof, that in of itself feels like a sanction. You know what I'm saying? Just uh, just the consumer price of these items when you go buy them, you're getting sanctioned at the gas pump, ultimately speaking. So uh, it's going to be a trade-off, I think. But yet, I think the, the actual price at the pump and price on the shelves will probably definitely trend higher than gold and silver prices at this current moment until something breaks. So be patient, my friend. Enjoy the fact that silver and gold ain't took off just yet because it still gives you a chance to actually give you to get some more if you want, man. Yeah, Mike. Mike, like it's like on purpose. The the, the grains, you know, the yeah. quarter or a third of the grains coming from that from that area. Right. It's a little too convenient. All these things going on. Right. Very true. And so it definitely shows that uh, this is part of a coordinated plan because none of this is just oh accidental, just happening by circumstance. So, yeah, man. But hey, appreciate you calling, man. Get some more calls there. All right, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, Bye. Be good. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, what's up, Mike? How you doing? Who am I speaking with? 
Appreciate you calling and sharing that, my friend. Thank you. All right, all right, all right. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, how you doing, man? Doing good, my friend. What's, the, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, my name is Bird. I'm calling from Philly. Philly. What's going on, my friend? Give me a quick thought. So, so quick thought. I, I just want quick advice and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Okay. I'm looking to refine. I'm looking to refinance, but not take the money out. Mm-hmm. On 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 the rates, should I do it because of what's going on right now? Ah, man, man. So that's uh that question there. It, it's a it's a loaded question because as of right now, I'm not saying you uh -huh. miss you you missed the most ideal time frame to refinance, which which would have been about a year or two ago when things were relatively extremely lower, rather. But yet, rates right. definitely could continue to climb up. But then again, we're also heading to an environment where a lot of you know analysts are talking about a housing correction, and so it's like um, uh, it's it's all subject to a lot of other uh, of your circumstances beyond that. But my personal opinion is I I'm just riding out this wave here because I think for the next year or two we might have that correction of housing prices. Therefore. It's gonna be a lot of uh, it's gonna be a flood. It's gonna be a flood of houses out there, and depending on your your, your financial situation, you might have opportunities yeah. to do some things to reshuffle the deck a little bit in your own favor. So, my personal opinion is I, I wouldn't really be doing anything of that magnitude. I'll be using any disposable cash I have, especially if you're not pulling nothing out okay. to to use it for benefiting yourself. Nah, you know, as far I, as getting your weight up and right, like I'm that, not gonna, I'm not even gonna think about taking no money out. Right, you understand? All I'm just right. thinking about just locking the rate because. I'm already locked at a higher interest rate, so I'm right. just trying to see if I can get that low interest rate. If, if you can, it yeah, if it's if it's if you can get it lower than what you have now, sure. But I, I mean, more than I, my guess would be probably is it higher? Is your current rate high now higher than what you uh, originally took it out for? No. So if you if you can get that lower no. one, if you can get that lower one, then it's worth a try. But you know, me personally, I, I just I'm riding it out, man. That's just me. Brother, I love you, man. Keep pushing our words, man. You told me about the bricks. 
You understand? I yeah. ain't for my, my brothers and stuff. Thank, Appreciate yo, you, man. thank you, brother. Appreciate you, my man. Thank you. And once again, that's just my opinion. All so right. feel free to chime in with the community and see what else they might think. We, have some, we might have more real estate gurus out there. They might give you some good advice or good opinions as well. So none of this is advice. It's just opinions. That's what's up, man. That's Appreciate you, up. man. Yep. Thanks a lot, bro. Thank you. All right. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? going on, Mike? This is Dwayne from the Midwest. What's going Dwayne on? Dwayne from the Midwest. Doing good, my friend. Give me a quick thought. What's in your mind? Man, what did I tell you, man? I tell you, didn't I tell y'all, man? When we was last, you probably, we probably don't remember we had so many shows, but uh -huh. I said that food was an asset class. Oh, oh yeah, and I remember that. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, food, uh, is a, food is an asset. Food is an asset class. <laughs> and what these people don't know, man. Like, what did we see? Like, when I actually had this thought, I want to get your thought on this. Uh -huh. When we decided to exile Russia, mm -hmm. and they were tied to our system, right? In essence, we decided to exile uh, stability in our economy because with their economy, they have the oil. Mm -hmm. They have the grain, yeah. they have gold, they have right. silver. Right. So that was kind of like a um a derivative, even though we didn't have it in our in our possession, by them operating our economy, yeah, that gave us like a access to that. So by you exiling them, that sends the economy unstable. Even Jamie Diamond says mm -hmm. it's gonna give them an opportunity to develop something else. Right. Very what true. are your thoughts? Oh, I agree 100 percent man. And, and clearly we could tell it's deliberate just because if you look at just you know the 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 oil market right now and how Biden decided to shut down all operations within our own country, and now he's talking about sending representative over there to beg for more oil to be put out there. So literally it just shows how everything was intentional, man. Like cutting off Russia mm -hmm. doesn't do the, doesn't it causes some pain, no doubt, as I mentioned, but yet it causes more pain beyond those borders there because the world has been used to it being interoperable and everybody working together, especially on the debt side, as well as all the stuff that comes from Russia, because they're, they're one of the wealthiest, naturally rich or, you know, pieces of land out there. So it just shows how deliberate everything is. And so it's just, it, it never is contained in one area, man. It always ripples right on through. Not right now. India is having some issues as well because of uh, the, the, the Russian contagion is, is spread. So, yeah, man, we know how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, and then too, I'm gonna say this, and I get off. This, I think, this had something more to do with the uh, with the pressure on the actual food prices as a whole. Like you said, they need a cover story. Yeah, this Russia is the cover story with the uh, because we haven't been getting the crops that we needed to do with the rain and stuff. Yeah. in all these areas, and then with them buying up the suppressors. So yeah. this is a perfect cover story. So right. I totally agree with you, Mike. Hundred percent, man. That's I all agree. I got to say, man. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, Thanks for calling, easy, in. man. Yep, appreciate. No Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, nope. Mike. This is Mike from Coima, California. Mike from Cali. What's going on, my man? Give me a quick thought. What's on your mind? Uh, you know, it's just this uh, WEF, you know, the World Economic Forum going on. Yeah. All this bull <laughs> happened. <laughs> you yeah, know? Man. It, uh, it's quite a comedy show, just watching it. Mm -hmm. Like... I don't know uh, if you've seen what happened in uh, Mexico at the soccer stadium. Uh, uh, some, it was quite tragic. Some recent? Uh, yeah, it just happened like a couple of days ago. I you did look not. it up. It's actually quite terrible. Quite terrible. Oh, man, okay. It was like a big old riot. People were fighting. Uh huh. 
Um, but but those images that I seen at that soccer stadium were ten times worse than I what anything I've seen coming out of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, yes. uh, <laughs> you, you 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 got you got both sides of the both sides of the party, but mm-hmm. they're both on the same team. Right. <laughs> you got you got Ukraine. You got the WEF in Ukraine, and we all know Putin. Yeah, is a little little buddy boy of uh, Fauci boy, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> <laughs> so just watching it unfold, it's it's all theater. Yeah. it's all bread and circus. Yeah, it, it's agree. another it's another way to divide, divide and conquer. Yeah, like you know sadly unfortunately these things have real repercussions in the real world right. and i strongly recommend getting your garden up getting your food weighed up get all the weight that you can whatever you can physical yeah. tangible right hey man i agree man good point yeah. and also yeah i put that little article up here on, on a screen about the whole soccer match because i wasn't even uh, aware of it so it's just one of many other events happening worldwide that Definitely, uh, you know, just plays into the narrative of just the more, most, more and more fear out there in the news, man. But appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for calling in. No problem. You have a good one. Keep yeah, your weight up. You too. Will do, man. You know how I do it. Be good. That's right. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Chip from Berkeley, California. Chip from Hi, Cali. Mike. How you doing, my friend? What's in your mind? Give me a quick thought. Hey, hey yeah. So, caller asked about real estate yeah. earlier yeah um there's a youtuber you might have known him uh, his name is uh Namik ninja yeah he brought up a really good uh strategy for what's about to come because mm. if everybody if, if you're if one thinks the real estate market is about to correct mm-hmm. um like there's uh, something that you can kind of create up pretty easily mm-hmm. So usually, if um, if a home goes down, let's say three percent, yeah, uh, the like a million dollar home would actually go down farther, so mm-hmm. like fifty or sixty. Yeah. So if someone has um, a, a good property and they're making they a good job, everything else is being covered. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are are going to be fearful, um, right. but if you're in the mindset. You can actually trade up. So a lot of a lot of people considering trading up to a larger property that maybe um, you know larger acreage. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can have a AD renting out a unit. Yeah. So you can provide uh, income. So, but the cool thing is you don't have to sell one possibly. Right. So if you have a good, you know, you can buy up to that new one, rent out the old one mm-hmm. because. You know, you know the 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 home that you're currently have have because the rents go up. Yeah. Because uh, at the 2008 crash, right. rents actually did go up even during um, a, a downturn because right. people are, more people are looking for rentals. Right. So yeah. if uh, if someone's locked into you know a higher interest rate, mm-hmm. maybe that's maybe that's a strategy just to you know um, you know get through with actual income producing uh, real estate right hey good stuff man thanks for sharing that as always it's good to get different perspectives on what's happening out there so and then one of my concerns is man just you know moving forward as the economic and financial conditions within this country become more strenuous for a lot of people 
the idea of like having real estate as an investment vehicle in an environment where, you know, if unemployment is a major issue at some point, like it will be mm -hmm. the affordability of people being able to actually maintain those, those payments. So if at some point rent, no, rent rents will have to come down just because it might become unaffordable for the average Joe, given the landscape of, of the labor market. So it's one of the things where, I've seen people say, you know, and it, because of what we're experiencing now and what's coming, we've never witnessed in its entirety the way it is coming together that, you know, real estate may not be the best investing vehicle just because you got, you, if nobody's in it paying you something, you still got to pay property taxes. That's definitely going to go up and all the other debt that comes with that. So once again, ah. Uh, Oh yeah, absolutely. It's 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 yeah, really good points. It's Mike. hard to navigate, man. But hey, appreciate you calling, my friend. Oh yeah, we're 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 in uncharted territory. Right. So best best of luck to you and everybody for sure. else. Here. Same to you, my friend. Thanks, Thanks. for calling in. Bye. Yep. Yeah, good stuff, man. It's that's the thing. Like it, it's so it's so many different angles of what, how to look at this. Just because this experience is not, in my opinion, going to be just a quick fly by night. You know, we're, you know, next year, if things go back to normal, like, you know, you see what they're deliberately trying to do. They're trying to reset everything, that whole fourth turning uh, or the industrial revolution that they're trying to create. It's a long drawn out process. And I think along with that comes the uh, their deliberate changing of the rules when it comes to property rights. We're witnessing how right now around the world, the G7 nations have come together and saying that the oligarchs who've gotten the billionaires next to Putin that have gotten ill, gotten wealthy off of supporting Putin and all the other stuff from their past, their assets are now ours and they're literally confiscating property without due process or no real explanation other than the fact that we just said we're going to do it. And if they can do it to the billionaires, what would make you think that they couldn't do it to your average mom and pops? Like I'm hearing about what's happening out in Cali with the, you know, uh, Newsom and all those guys starting to just buy property, you know, makes it hard. So they, they want us to be renters, not owners. Hello, Paul, what's name you calling from? One more time, Mike. LBP. LBP. One, more time. <laughs> One more time. What's going on, man? <laughs> I just want to call in again, Mike, if you yeah. don't mind about no, go, go this, ahead, uh, boss. Uh, refinance. Yep, give it to us. Okay, one thing, if the dollar hyperinflates, real estate's never going to go down. So don't listen to anybody that's telling you that garbage. Mm -hmm. Okay, and number two, if you're going to refinance, find out how much your closing costs are and how long is it going to take to recoup your loss as far as the savings mm -hmm. on the lower APR. Mm -hmm. And if it's like 10, 15 years out, it's not even worth it. That's all I got to say, Mike. Hey, good point. Hey, thanks for calling in because you, you recently did all, all that. Right. So I appreciate you, man. All right. Be good. Yeah. Uh, LBP, <laughs> TBIC smiling out there. <laughs> One more gear. Um, let's keep it moving. So here, let me share some some other th more stories out here. Let me see if I got, I got some another story that I think is worth bringing to your attention, just because it plays into the current narrative. Once I can find it, uh, let me. Uh, hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. This is Crazy Truth, the controversial one. Crazy I'm calling truth. in from Northern. I'm calling in from Northern Idaho. The reason why I'm calling in mm -hmm. is because I know I've been posting a lot about not paying taxes and why not to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that once you realize what they're doing with the money that you've earned right. and the hard work that you right. put forth, right. people got to realize you're funding the demise, not only of ourselves, but our future of our children. Yeah. Once you cut that funding off, you cut that funding off, 
then things start to change for the better. Right. And the thing is, we know what they're doing with the money. So why keep on feeding them? People live in fear when they pay taxes. And when you don't pay taxes, at least you live free to a certain degree and be ready to defend yourself. So once you know what they're doing with the money, yeah. you've got to cut that life support off because it's like a drug addict. You keep feeding them, keep feeding them, and they're going to continue to neglect the people. And now they've neglected future generations. Yeah. I'll leave it as that. Yeah. For all those in the community, all those in the community, I'm not talking down on no one. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to do is wake people up to the reality of things. Don't live in fear. Trust in God. And he will deliver when the time comes. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I hear you. I, I, I have my own personal opinions about that as well. I don't really talk about it much, but you know, given the trajectory of the way events are unfolding, it, I'm my suspicion that by next tax season, 2023, if the markets respond the way that people are predicting they will, based upon whether or not you know the Fed is able to control the narrative still, as well as the fact that you know there's no, if there's no new fresh stimulus passed no time soon, things are going to seize up, credit markets going to seize up, yada yada. So based upon those conditions, I don't think people are going to be in a position to pay taxes naturally. So uh, I think there's going to be a, a couple. There's going to be a window of time where the typical tax season type of uh, events won't be happening. And that's why I think as a part of the CBDC rollout next year, two years, it's already baked into the cold to where they're going to remove taxes for you because people are not going to be able to pay taxes. If you, if the currency is going through the headwire and, and jobs is a problem, who's going to pay taxes then? So they're going to take it out automatically. So I think this next two year window, that's going to be probably, probably baked into the cake in my opinion. Yeah, and another thing before I let you go, I know in the scriptures it says, you know, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give to God what belongs to God. But yeah. people got to realize that uh, the, the scriptures have been tampered with when you dig deep into it with the Caesars back in the day, starting mm-hmm. with the Flavians. And with that being said, who does it benefit when you pay taxes? It benefits them. Yeah. And, and therefore, when you think about all that, it's mm-hmm. put into play. It was designed long ago to distract the masses and to control the masses through their slave through yeah. their work and enslaving them in that form right. so when you think about all this when you think about all this god does not help you wake up to the fact of the matter just because mm-hmm. there's a purpose behind everything he has set in place and only a certain few are going to wake up to it right. so when you think about it if you stop feeding the drug addict the drugs mm-hmm. what happens the drug addict goes cold turkey and in this case they are the drug addict yeah. and the money with the taxes is what you call it is their drug right but here's the thing like you know at the end of the day they really don't need the taxes anyway because they've already got, they got the, the 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 21 missing trillion and all the federal reserve can just write federal reserve can put some stuff on a ledger at the commercial bank and so they they don't really need it anyway it's more so to keep keep us in check so they so that so that we know who our overlords are with our time energy and effort that's why they you know they 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 want our taxes, but they don't really need it because they already run in a deficit. I think we I don't know what the deficit numbers are now, but they already run in a deficit. So tax revenue don't cover that. It just basically pin, touches the interest if it's if that. So based upon what's coming in the future, I don't think they even give a care. It's more so they want to make sure the sheep stay in line, and that's a part of the whole uh, tax strategy. So, um, but I hear you, man. <laughs> I, I, I get you, but keep up the good work. But other we'll than do. that. My other alias name was Truth or Nothing. I had to come back in because they closed my other account on YouTube, so I had to come in as Crazy Truth. Crazy so they Truth. wouldn't let me come in as Truth. They wouldn't let me come in at Truth 
truth or nothing. But the reason why I have truth, crazy truth, is because I do say a lot of crazy things, but they're factual. Yeah. They're not. They're not based on my own understanding. It's based on the facts of what you see out there, yeah. the evidence. So with the evidence, you got to call it for what it is. No sugarcoating. We know what they are. They're devil worshippers, mm-hmm. but also, you know what else they may be. Yeah. But we know the truth, and it's not sugarcoated no more. Right. You know, it's like trying to say he's trying to say good is evil and evil is good. Come on, you know. <laughs> good point, man. Case, but hey, you know, we, appreciate you, man. Uh, let me get some more calls. But good to hear from you, my man. Thank you. Likewise, Mike. Take Either. it easy, man. Yep. Thank you. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hello. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Steve, Steve, what's going on, my friend? How you doing? <laughs> I tell you what's going on, Mike. Uh-huh. Five dollars and sixty cents. Five dollars and sixty cents per gallon. <laughs> <laughs> That's- yeah, yeah, let me, let me, yeah, so, yeah, so, the, so the picture the picture you sent is that that's that's from your the pump when you got some gas. Uh, no, my son just went in to, to buy a thing of water. We fill up at Costco. Yeah, but uh, but if you zoom in on it, yeah, it's uh, it's five sixty for unleaded. Uh, Costco Costco was five away. Um, yeah, but the attendant told my son at Chevron. That is gonna that is gonna go up to seven. Uh, I think he said within a month or so, something like that. <laughs> that's what that's what the attendant told. Uh, yeah, told my son when he was inside. Yeah, wow. So, that, that, yeah, yeah, that, that's all I got, man. Five sixty. Yeah. yeah, that's going. That's going, and it's definitely gonna put a damper on a lot of plans. You know, when the weather turns, you know, travel plans, stuff like that. That's gonna definitely that's gonna slow it. That's gonna slow the economy down even more. So yeah, it's uh yeah. On the surface, there's no real good news out there other than the good news you create for you create for yourself. So, uh, but this is the time Absolutely. we're in. Embrace uh, it and run with it. <laughs> yeah, you know, at, at the end of the day, it comes down to like I like I told you before. There's only two times in history that that I would have preferred to live. That's yeah. back when Jesus was walking the earth. Yeah, and today in in, in these times, right? Uh, that man that might sound crazy to others, but. Uh, we're, we, we get to see this firsthand, and right. that Bible is telling us what's coming. So we're not to be running away from it, getting scared. Yeah, we're supposed to just be, uh, you know, telling others right. about Jesus. Hundred percent, so, man. So man. that's all I have, 100. bro. Appreciate you, my man. Thanks for calling in. Keep right. doing what you're doing for sure. Be good. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Blaze from uh, Metro Detroit. What's going on, my man? Give me a quick thought. What's in your mind? I just want to say, hey, Mike, it's a good thing. Can you want more off the TV and everything? And I appreciate what you're doing around here. Thank you, just my friend. I want to say hi. That's it. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling in and checking in. Fellow Michigander out there. Appreciate you, my man. Thank you. You have a good day. All right. Be good. Yeah. Um, very, very, very interesting times we're in. But yet there is good news on top of that. It is the good news itself. And let me grab this article here. I wanted to make sure I bring this to your guys' attention real quick because this is different, but yet timely. Florida to advise against the current health experimentation for health for healthy kids contradicting the CDC. So that's definitely some good news because if you're healthy you're in good shape. Why would you need to participate in the first place? Other than the fact that uh, the goal was to get as many people tag and trackable and make them traceable so that uh, whatever the next agenda will be, we'll find out. But yet, once again, this is a whole other subject line. Of course, with the Pfizer documentations, I hear more stuff is coming out. 
And uh, yeah, so spring, summer, we're going to find out uh, the consequences for those that uh, bought into the narrative and the lies and, you know, may, yeah, God, let God do his work with that, man. But all right, people, uh, we are approaching that 47 minute mark is always is good to connect. Um, yeah, lots of things happening. But ultimately, you know, the timing of everything is right here for a reason. If you're in tune to what's going on, if you're awake and aware, you know that you got a, you got a part to play in all this. And so it's never been more important, man, to check in and get your instructions from the good Lord to find out what your part is and a bigger plan of things for his kingdom. And of course, you know, it starts with prayer. You know, we got to spend more time in prayer, definitely for our fellow brothers and sisters here as well as abroad. And on top of the stories we're being presented with, no doubt the persecution of the church is still happening like never before, because just look around at society and how uh, how there there's no there's no um, moral, social or even there's no there's no more compass there's no filters to anything anything goes now so this world is definitely it's uh trending down faster than ever on top of all the financial and the monetary things we talk about so uh yeah never better never better time man to stay prayed up and of course along the way from a financial standpoint get your weight up and all the other preparations that you would need uh for an event as such as we're experiencing now but ultimately put your trust in the lord because he's a true sustainer and provider so Anyway, people, be blessed, be safe. Back at it again tomorrow, Lord willing. Uh, be blessed, be safe. And as always, for those plugged in, make sure you hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. Hit the bell notification if you want to join in and connect in the community as well as get a chance to call in let your voice be heard. Join all of the social media platforms down below, Discord, Telegram, share articles, share videos and whatnot. Keep us all informed. And uh, other than that, enjoy the rest of your day. Peace. Visit Rethinking the Dollar throughout the day. Your place for news on metals, gold, crypto, you name it. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll get a chance to see the daily videos, the recommended videos, and more importantly, the five reasons to unplug from the monetary matrix, with the first one being the awakening period. Step number one, test your dollar IQ. 10 simple questions, average is 60%. Follow up with the alternative perspective with the monetary reports. Consider becoming a supporter of the Rethinking the Dollar platform via Patreon. Get a chance to hang out off air as well as additional information that can't be discussed on YouTube. Any support is helpful. With the crackdown on alternative media, the best thing to do is to connect off air. Scroll down to the very bottom. You can find Rethinking the Dollar on Telegram, Audio, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, you name it. The most important ones will be the email list where you can get notified weekly, the Discord page, and make sure you connect on Telegram. And last, don't forget to visit the RTD store where you can get merchandise as well as additional information and resources. And most importantly, scroll down to the bottom and get your weight up with all the limited edition rounds only available on the RTD store.